0: Sisters, we are building a school. That is right. We are partnering with Nguvu to build the Bright Future Academy School in Tamale, Ghana. Nguvu is the Swahili word for strength. And
1: Nguvu Foundation aims to serve underprivileged communities in Ghana by partnering with over 1,500 women to pick and produce sheer butter and its byproducts, providing them with fair pay and opportunities to
0: support their families. These women are truly strong, capable and productive. However, sisters, we want to support them with a challenge that they face daily. Let us
1: explain. These women are often the sole caretakers and breadwinners of their families.
0: And due to the predominance of poverty, they do not have access to nurseries or can provide some kind of care provision for their children whilst they work. So we are building the Bright Future Academy, which is a free preschool that will provide a safe environment and a high quality education for the children of these hardworking women. Our aim is to raise 10000
1: Pounds in the next six months to be able to build furnish staff and
0: open this school in early 2024 and we need your help to do that so please please donate and you can always find out more information over at to or in the youtube description or in our show notes help us
1: to support our sisters in tamale by providing their children with a quality education and a bright future Society is going to change. You cannot keep up. But you can't keep up. I think one of the greatest things that reveals what's in your heart is when your life doesn't match up to your plan.
0: There may be some things that we desire, that we've put on our bucket list or our vision and whatnot, that may not actually happen.
1: Sometimes a loss actually isn't a loss, it's a rescue.
0: It's a liberation. Dealing with having your dream in such close proximity holding it with your hands and then losing it. Do
1: not be motivated to change your life out of the belief that the life you have lived is not worth redeeming. Mm. Do you get what I mean?
0: Oh my God. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We
1: are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community
0: of sisters around the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about falling behind. Dealing with comparison, dealing with wrong timelines, just slipping before us and how to navigate a life where it feels like everyone is advancing except for you. We've all been there, man. Mm, It's tight where it feels mm, like everybody mm. else is getting their star shine. They're getting their time in the sun to really shine. How do we deal with being happy for everyone in their advancement, especially when it feels like we are falling behind in our own? Yeah, that's good. But before we get into that We do have a couple of housekeeping announcements Let's get into it First of all, thank you sisters For being so welcoming and so appreciative Of our lovely guest last week Miss Tasha Burge Yes. Tasha, it was such an honor to have her, and it was just a great conversation where we were able to really just talk and dive deep into such a pertinent issue around yeah. women's reproductive systems, around some of our own journeys when it comes to understanding our mm. menstruation and our bodies, but also how we can come together as sister and to really just attack something like period poverty. So yes. thank you so so much, and we'd also love to hear who would you like to see as a guest on the Two Myths podcast?
1: Hey, love to the see that. Okay.
0: Hello, who are we calling? Come and ring, sit on the ring. microphone ring, ring. bring your notes hello yeah. um so do let us know in the comments down below who you'd like to see as a guest on the to my sisters podcast another housekeeping announcement it is less than a week i think no less than a month sorry yeah. until we are out in the united states we are coming new orleans stand up new orleans no love we need to start listening to um folks that are from new orleans the louisiana accent so we can <laughs> start disgracing <laughs> ourselves from, from new orleans yeah i think well what do you yeah. know i don't new want no <laughs> <by> you <laughs> You're <laughs> Know you me. know that friend that's like, they know you're about to go yeah. off one. So they're just like, you know, stop, stop. Oh, no, I meant about the song. <laughs> Child, this is a PG 13 <laughs> rated PG 13 podcast. But yes, sisters, the two my sisters, hosts, and co founders will be live and direct in New Orleans in Essence Festival. Yes, we will be around and we would love for you to come and say hi and join Wouldn't our be. Essence Festival branch. Come on. We will be hosting it over at our Nose and word on the street is that's a really great place to have a brunch i'm very excited i cannot wait to eat i can't (laughs) lie
1: to you i'm I'm looking forward to hugging all of y'all and like giving you books and loving on you
0: but i really want to eat we're going to chop food yeah we are going to chop food but also if you see us around come and say hello we will be doing some really fun and interesting things and there will be such a great opportunity for sisters to actually get involved in Mm -hmm. the podcast in very interesting and new ways
1: yeah so
0: make sure if you see us come say hi if you'd like to see us at some point drop us a message let us know that you will be around and we'll as long as you're not a serious <laughs> disclaimer don't be crazy um but we would definitely love to see you and there is still an opportunity to join the branch the mm. link will be on the newsletter it is also posted all over our socials and the link will also be below so good, make sure good. you sign
1: up we love to see it so we have any more housekeeping announcements thank you all so much for all the donations you have been making yeah, towards absolutely. the bright future academy honest Lee, it is crazy how far we are if you do not follow us on socials then you would not know that we are about halfway crazy halfway to the 10k mark i don't know how you guys have done it but to be fair we should never we should never judge you we should never doubt you because the sisters come in clutch sisters we have raised about 5,000 pounds in about three weeks since loading this campaign. And it's absolutely crazy. We're going to be sharing um, progress on the Instagram. Um, If you do not know, this is actually an ongoing project. So although we said we aim to raise 10K in the next six months, that 10K is being put to work throughout the six months. So it's not like we're gonna start the project in six months. The project is already underway. And so if you want to see update pictures, update videos, then definitely follow us on Instagram at To My Sister and soon actually the leader of this the leader of Ngoogle Foundation will be on our podcast to kind of talk us through why we're doing this and how this even started but genuinely thank you I know it's not necessarily well it is an announcement it's something that should be celebrated but we aren't there yet but we are getting there and it's all because of your contributions we are in a cost of living crisis and we know that we mention all the things that we are doing but for you to actually take money out of your pocket Mm. to be like hey this is what I want you to do with it and seeing so many of you even comment like wow I'm so proud to be a part of this podcast and to be a part of this sisterhood community it fills our hearts with so much joy and pride so honestly from the bottom of our hearts thank you so much
0: Thank you sisters and as Courtney said this isn't something that we're starting in 6 months yeah. we've been started with the faith and the hope that we're going to reach our target yeah. so please 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 mothers sisters cousins uncles brothers friends cats if they got money <laughs> you tell them about the <laughs> No <laughs> <Little> kitty litter, <laughs> whatever they got, <laughs> but exchange that kitty money,
1: put down the nipples. <laughs> put down the
0: nibbles, down the nibbles <laughs> stop eating. <laughs> we have work to do, <laughs> <laughs> get a J-O-B, at job. Um, but honestly, sisters, thank you so, so much. And mm. it's genuinely through your love, your support that we're able to do impactful yeah, things yeah, just like this. Yeah. And here's to more like, this is really the start of the vision that we have here at Two My Sisters, where we're really trying to give women an opportunity to really thrive in all that they put their hearts and minds too mm. and this is literally just phase one for us so stay tuned for phase two, three, four, five. three four we're getting started we're basically. getting started grab your backpack <laughs> well sisters now housekeeping aside the house is swept yeah, clean airy, airy the windows are open the music is playing the breeze has been sprayed child and it is time to get into that ding 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 dilemma hi sisters hello sweetheart i hope you are doing well I've been loving and learning a lot from your podcast every morning while cleaning the house before I go to wow, work. Wow, it's a lot of TMS. And it's a lot of I know TMS your house isn't is it. clean. And love that. Would you look at that? <laughs> Fabrice, do you want to sponsor us? I work in a small company yes. that helps me grow mostly in my levels of management. Mm. At our company, the owner who is the director is a woman mm. and she is the best mm. that I can say. So I've been working with her for four years and I reached the level of having to get a chance to lead a small team. Honestly, I love my job. But ever since I've been given the opportunity opportunity to lead, one of the colleagues who we became close, um, good friends with when it comes to work tends not to listen to me. Mm -hmm. And will be like, I will ask the boss instead since she is the one to decide. Mm -hmm. In my head, I'm like... I remember the opportunity was given to me to lead Mm -hmm. and not to hear me and they believe that the boss will always be the one to make the final decision right it's been a hectic time of work Mm -hmm. and I would really love some kindly advice especially when it comes to being a leader with a lot of responsibilities Mm -hmm. in a workspace how can I cope with this thank you love from Rwanda
1: wow shout out to Rwanda first of all love y'all um, this is a very interesting dilemma, and I think in the workplace it can be quite difficult to be assertive when you feel like past attempts have been responded to in this way, and there has been almost a a usurping or like somebody, you know, going behind your back to be like, mm, whatever, you have got this title, but you your word doesn't really mean anything. Um, the first thing I would say is if you can, especially if you are good uh you have a good working relationship with the person above you this woman who you're speaking about is have a more wider conversation around company culture mm-hmm. and you can use this as a kind of example I mean I wouldn't name names I think snitching in the workplace can sometimes is workplace politics you right. know but if you have to <laughs> use your discretion Hello. but um I think it may be worth using this broadly as an example of you know I think we need to kind of address our workplace culture around allowing each person to take initiative and agency and also how much we trust each other Mm. with the information or the decisions that we make because you're noticing or you have noticed or I think you can say what you've noticed if you notice it's a wider issue and hopefully you find other people in the office who agree with you Mm. but if it is like You can frame it positively around, I think our company would really benefit from this. I think it would really bring us together as a team. I think it would empower everybody to feel as though individually they are leaders and that overall would make us a stronger organization. And then kind of leading it's going to result in more work, but leading efforts to change that culture slowly. So right. whether it's team building exercises, um, opportunity, like changing the way you guys do meetings and allowing people who may be at lower levels to present ideas and opening the ground for wider participation may help over time change people's perception of contributing amongst each other. So if people don't see each other's contributions, that's valuable. If it's not coming from the big boss, then change that, you know, start to voice out opinions and allow other people to do the same. And I think the more people become um, acquainted with that feeling of feeling empowered to share what they're thinking, the more receptive they are to other people doing it. And so that could be a a slight way to be able to change that company culture. Um, I think finding mentorship in this lady Mm. as well may be really helpful because clearly she's been able to do it I don't know how long she's been in the um organization or if she's been in your role before but I think following in someone's footsteps who may have experience the same thing you are in their early career, um, or when they were a bit younger to just be like, you know what, this is how you do that. This is how you fix that. Cause it could be that you just need to put your foot down, but you want somebody's expertise, knowledge, and to some degree advocacy for you when you do it. So if you can ask for a meeting, ask for, you know, I'm, I'm facing these struggles in my role right now. Would I be able to talk to you? Um, especially if you can do it, maybe not just with this lady, but with somebody in a different organization who runs in a similar dynamic to you. So find an organization that is quite similar to yours and then seek a mentor at a higher position there to be like, hey, this is what I'm going through at my company. I need your help to kind of navigate what's going on. So I would definitely say seek guidance from somebody who may be able to direct you with based on their past experience and with the wisdom that they've acquired from that um those are the two tips i would give what would you say
0: that was comprehensive i love the way you really dug deep there you know it's good (laughs) stuff good stuff i really enjoy i enjoy um yeah i pretty much agree with everything courtney has said um i would definitely say if you can and have the capacity to try to address it individually Mm. now there's some really like not sneaky but there's sophisticated ways that you can go about it right whether it's having multiple one-to-ones to really build up a rapport with the person and then having a feedback session where it's kind of like you have the um standing and the ground to kind of be like look I really appreciate working with you I really value working with you however I would love to address kind of like some of the areas where I think we could both learn from each other areas that we could improve yeah. all of that good stuff I think sometimes it can feel a bit weird to give feedback or critical feedback when you don't have a rapport with that person in that mm-hmm. particular mm-hmm. way so I definitely try to rather than go straight in with the feedback of like listen to me and all that kind of stuff try and build a rapport with that person and mm-hmm. try to understand their perspective um, and then give them that critical feedback in a way that's really conducive and based on the rapport that you've built with them. Mm. I'd also encourage you to really think about how you can facilitate team dynamics and feed into that company culture. So um leaning on your boss, of course, but think about ways that you can informally influence other people. The thing about the workplace is, as Courtney so rightly said, it is politics. Yeah. And in politics, it's very much about relationships and relationship building. So it may be really worth ensuring that you've got other team members on your side other team members bought into your ideas Mm. and other team members bought into your authority because it makes it easier for that to be normative in your particular context um and then the last thing that i actually say is it's actually perfectly normal for things like this to occur Mm. i think sometimes we can think oh i'm going to step into a role of leadership and then all of a sudden things are going to go my way or like people are going to follow me naturally And the thing about leadership is leadership is actually really difficult and it takes a while before you feel comfortable and confident as a leader. Um, And, Even conceptualizing leadership as servitude, it's something that we've spoken about before on the podcast, but really seeing leadership as opportunities to serve. So even in this particular instance, where are the ways that you can serve your team or serve these folks that are now um, under your care Mm. and under your management in order to ensure that they feel like they have the tools they need to thrive? That's really your goal. So even in framing the feedback, even in thinking about how you can leverage the relationship with your superior, as well as leverage the relationships with other people, how can you do all of this in order to see those people thrive Mm. so really having that as your focus as opposed to uh, I'm the leader here people should listen to me it's very much about how can I make sure that people are doing the best that they can and we're hitting those company targets and everybody is operating in a you know place and space where they feel like they are being invested into they are being listened to that they feel as though they are really contributing to um, the workforce Um, so serious like it's okay. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And I think it's also doubly hard for women in particular because definitely it's all, oh my gosh, being assertive in the workforce. What will people think of me? Oh my gosh. And it's so unfortunate that we can often second guess ourselves. And then also when we do have, we run into a problem where somebody is questioning our authority, it starts to lead to overthinking Mm -hmm. or insecurities. This is something that irrespective of whether you're a man, a woman, whatever you identify as, leadership will always have trouble yeah. um, and leadership will always pose issues when there are folks that don't recognize your leadership. Yeah. It's not necessarily something that's wrong with you. It's more so, how can I serve this person enough that we can get their buy-in and move towards our common vision and goal together? Yeah, that's good. Um, so sis, sending you lots of love. Congratulations on this little promotion. Like, that's amazing, You know, management.
1: Well done. Man, you are manager. Well done okay Imagine.
0: i hope you got a bonus <laughs> if your boss is listeners <laughs> <Let's> believe i <it>. hope <laughs> your boss is listening. It's like oh let me give her a bonus but if not soon <laughs> um but thank you so much sis and just a reminder for all the sisters out there if you have a dilemma please 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 send us your dilemmas to dilemmas at to my we will not be able to see them if you send them elsewhere Anywhere okay else. all right Dilemmas and in the title, dilemma. Just <laughs> so we know <laughs> there's something wrong that we have to help you yeah. with. But we appreciate you all for sending in your dilemmas already. Um, but please, 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 if you do have an issue, keep it short, keep it brief. It will help us a lot. Um, and send it to that email address. Fantastic. Moving into the pièce de la résistance. Okay. Oh, so, call me <laughs> France, say, say The princesses <laughs> are looking at me. Like, if you say one more thing, <laughs> I will block you guys. I was good though. I'm tr- you know they don't call me honey for nothing who calls you that where my french teacher uh, mr Maguire, i will have you you know called, called honey. you honey no he could be honey with the r oh is it red yeah <laughs> <laughs> Courtney's wondering why I've smoked this I haven't smoked anything guys but moving into the meat and bones of the conversation so I really wanted to talk about this because Mm. as you know we've entered into June now the sixth month of the year we're nearly halfway of 2023 which is insane and I know that we've between us had conversations ongoing conversations especially last year the year before around where we'd like to be where we'd like to go and even some of the insecurity sometimes can crop up insofar as am I doing enough I see other people doing you know 10 million what seems like 10 million times what I'm doing I see people advancing and I feel like I'm stuck yeah so I actually wanted to start with something that's you know trying to be a little bit relatable to the sisters to show that we're human have you ever had moments where it feels as though you're kind of stuck or stagnant or it kind of feels as though everybody else seems to be progressing but you feel like you're just stuck in this place and it's hard for you to simultaneously be happy for other people, mm. but then also find practical ways to move forward. Oh, I'm in it right now. She said the real rap. Do you want us to keep this is, you know, so, we're on the couch to see why.
1: So talk, you know? talk, talk, talk to us. Tell yes. us a little bit
0: about your journey around stagnancy, mm. comparison, comparison, moving forward. Yeah. Um
1: I think it's been it's been an interesting time in my life i try to stray away from calling it a season in in fear of sounding entirely hyper christian yeah but (laughs) yeah it's been a season i think one of the greatest things that reveals what's in your heart is when your life doesn't match up to your plans Mm. and how you react to that right um and as someone who is very like and this is something I'm working on because it's very bad actually, who's very age driven yeah. by this yeah, age this, yeah, yeah. by this age that, um, and using that as a marker of how successful I am. Um, it has definitely been, okay, you're in the second half of your twenties now. Yeah, is this is how you picture things going. And so it's been a constant reframing of, or assessment, I would say, of why have these feelings cropped up? Because mm-hmm. I, I think one of the, the easiest things to be like is, oh, I haven't done enough. Let me do more. But it's like, actually, do you have the capacity to do more? And should you be doing more? And can you even see the value in what it is you've done? So I've noticed that like some of the lies that can creep in sometimes is, oh, I haven't done enough or I am not enough. And what I've realized is, um, the question shouldn't be around what I have done and my performance, but rather why I see myself this way. Mm. Um, and it's one of those things that crops up in your heart that says, why do you perceive things this way? Why, what is valuable to you? What do you use as a marker for your success? Right. That And it's good that we did that episode a few weeks ago about motives, right? Because it's like, what do you see as successful that suddenly you're seeing yourself as not a success? And why do you hold those things in such high esteem? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it has confronted a thing in my heart which we've spoken about a lot on the podcast before, which is idols. And recently I've even um, been doing this challenge of like only listening to gospel music. It was a challenge set by Jackie Hall Perry um, when she was a guest on the Basement podcast. And so the last month, um, the prayer that she asked us to pray was God reveal to me any idols in my heart. And so it's funny that that prayer kind of was the beginning of a season when God started to kind of be like this is what your heart looks like and this is what's in it mm. um and then suddenly comparison started to seep in um i actually think comparison was the trigger actually right. comparison was the trigger that made me confront what was in my heart and it was like okay cool yeah let's get into that well let's get into that because what you would want out of something like this when you are feeling comparison mm-hmm. is I mean, if we go the more extreme route, it's to see someone's demise, yeah. right? Or to see, <laughs> to see, like, no, everybody come down to where I think I am, yeah. right? And how yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. about what it is I'm going through. And thankfully I didn't experience that. And if you are experiencing that, jealousy is a very human emotion. Um, but read the last chapter of our book, well, it's not the last chapter, but the second to last chapter of our book where we talked about it, mm. because it is... Something that you shouldn't allow to drive you. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm thankful I didn't fall into that. But then it really was about, okay, this is a new area of self-development, which now requires me to not only look at, you know, my career progression, because I was feeling, you know, stuck around. Okay, I've done this gap year. Now it's time for me to really move forward. What does mm. that look like? I actually don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually don't know. And then kind of questioning with myself, well, then where are you going in life? And I think when you ask yourself that question, now you're like, oh, crap. I'm scared. I, and, and all the things that makes you run to an idol, right? I'm scared. I need identity. Yep. I want provision. Yep. I yep. I seek comfort um, and all these very human needs. And so yeah, I I got to this place where I was just like, no, the the way to progress through this is to confront my motives to confront my, um, perception of myself, Mm. my trust in God, my trust in my journey as well. And how much I value my journey. Cause I think what happens when you compare yourself to other people is you say that, like, I wish I hadn't gone down the road I had been, Mm -hmm. I've been down. Mm -hmm. And it's like, actually this is your life. And the story of your life is telling a beautiful tale. But if you do not appreciate it, you're just gonna close a chapter prematurely Mm -hmm. um, and you're never gonna see the beauty in what it is that you have. And that doesn't change just because you require more. And that doesn't change just because your life is now different. If you do not learn contentment and if you do not learn gratitude now, when things look crazy, if you can't identify the beauty of it, Mm -hmm. you will actually never learn it. And it doesn't matter how much you get what it is you're, praying for or you're strategizing for you will never be consent even when you get to that stage this is the thing this and so yeah thing. that's in all vulnerability that's where I've been I've been at how about you have you ever thing,
0: experienced man. such have I ever man <laughs> <laughs> go on then let's <laughs> get into it um <laughs> no I love how vulnerable you are just even in in sharing that Yes. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. yes The yes oh, well, hello <laughs> walking red flag yes 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 not walking walking red, red flag. flag burgundy if you will <laughs> deep shade um and i think <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all honesty, I think it's the constant confrontation actually mm. of myself that I find tiresome, that I find boy. frustrating. Ooh, I think it was boy. even um, a couple of days ago, me and Courtney were having a conversation, and I was like, Courtney, I'm literally fighting the spirit of petty. Oh, yeah, because... yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about me. <laughs> I could be petty. (laughs) That is hilarious. I could be petty. And it is, I think for me, it's that constant confrontation when I Mm. sometimes start to unconsciously believe that I've arrived. Mm. So it's the, oh, okay. I've done a couple of things, but then it feels like because of comparison, the goalposts keep on shifting. And when the goalposts shift, it becomes uncomfortable because now I'm like, not only am I feeling insecure about the fact that I am where I am but I'm also insecure about every other thing that I've done leading up until this particular point so even as you were saying you know it has you questioning a lot of the decisions you've made about yourself and a lot of the things that you decided to do and then you're wondering like well god why am I here right right and it's funny because it's so easy to be grateful and happy and validated when you have something tangible to share with the world right but do you still feel validated and you know, grateful and happy when you don't necessarily have those wins that you can share with the world. Mm. And I think even in the line of work that we do where, you know, being content creators and being vulnerable and transparent, yes, there's that vulnerable, transparent element in so far as like, you know, sharing our thoughts on stuff. But then there's also the almost unconscious expectation to always share like really, really good things. Mm. And like to be on top of things, to be that person that is constantly just doing well. Mm. And it's something that I continue to confront in myself um something that I thought yeah I was over this when I left uni I was so over I went through the whole stage of self-discovery <laughs> I've done that I've been there done that <laughs> writing it's funny, books on it even writing books on it I have myself looking back at that book I'm like oh god I need to go and look I'm back and it's like, let me read my own you. book and then some and then go read my bible because I'm you know.
1: telling you and that's how you know that book is like holy spirit inspired to Inspire. be honest because sometimes i read stuff and i'm like oh i see the screenshots of what or not the pictures yeah. of what people post on instagram yeah. and i'm like
0: damn that's good that's that was that's for food. me that's food I'm feeling, nourished. <laughs> yeah, I'm, feeling, I'm, I'm feeling nourished um so yeah i've definitely had periods of my life where i have genuinely felt like maybe i'm not doing enough right, maybe i right. could be doing more maybe i'm not far along to get to where i need to go mm. maybe i have even i'm taking the long way around but especially when you see people that have the things that you want or mm. you see others within your community like death it seems like they're thriving and you're like damn it's taking too long like hurry right. up hurry right, up right, what's right, going right. on like right. i need to be there and right. then it's like when you get there you realize there's another there to go to so you don't even have time there to there always will be and it's that constant conflict between how do i manage being a go-getter and being somebody that's actually present in the moment and feeling all the feels mm. and allowing the growth to to occur? Mm. And also, how do I confront the timelines that I've set myself with the timelines as they are unfolding? Right. Because there's certain things, I am very much like you in that, by age 25, I should have done this, right, this, right, that. Right. By age 30, I should have done this, this, oh, that. Oh, ambition. By age, duh, 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 I should have done this, this, that. And you
1: know what I think that stems from? Being a high achiever when you're young Mate. and your age being a defining part of how people <sighs> praise praise you sets you up yeah, yeah, for yeah. this kind of mentality. For and it's, people. it's great. As as well. like, oh my god you're
0: only 18 and you did this what you're only 21 it? and you do this Everybody and then you get that to 26 makes... and you think you're old <laughs> hands up, all hands up all the gifted and talented kids that they said yeah you're gonna do something you're <laughs> something gonna be somebody don't let anybody limit you <laughs> somebody should <limited> <laughs> have limited somebody
1: should have put a limitation t- on you but I, I get why they do it right, right because right, right. it is extraordinary that you've done <laughs> so but funny. when your life and your successes have been framed by that
0: it's like so when i get to 30 am i washed up this is the thing and then also on top of that because what i actually want to do in this discussion is really break down the different elements where it Mm. feels like these are significant life markers so thinking about relationships thinking about career thinking about all of these different things right and i think the added pressure for women as well is beyond career we also have things around you know Relationships, you want to get married children. by this but children, you don't want to have a geriatric pregnancy, <laughs> whatever that means. Not geriatric. She's not you know. geriatric, child. <laughs> All of these different things that are culminating in a ah, I feel like I'm so behind. Mm. Um and I think it's tough. It's really, really tough. And actually um hopping into that point real quick. So mm. I think I mentioned to Courtney ages ago, I've been watching um Stephco on YouTube mm. and she was talking about how she mm. had closed the chapter. In her life around like wanting to have a kid and she's in her late 30s going into her um, early 40s and just like mourning the fact that she wanted something and she actually didn't get it Mm -hmm. and especially as it pertains to something like children Mm -hmm. family all that kind of stuff how do we deal with the fact that there may be some things that we desire that we've put on our bucket list or our vision and whatnot that may not actually happen. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like kids or relationships. There's so many people nowadays that are, you know, we're, we're talking about loneliness um, percentages going up exponentially. Less people are getting married earlier on. Less people are going outside to meet In people. General. And I also came across a tweet recently. Um, a guy was talking about, oh, I wish I was married by now, but I'm not. And having to deal with the yeah. frustration and the reality that actually something I really wanted I don't have. Mm. So how do we, especially as women, deal with the fact that there are certain things that we desire so, so much that may actually not happen? it's tough because I think (laughs) you fall in love with
1: the idea right and you you almost form an attachment to the feeling even before you felt it yeah like you know I will feel so happy I'll feel so fulfilled I'll feel so loved and then you're kind of saying goodbye to not only the possibility but also the joy that you attach to it Mm. and that can feel hopeless yeah like what do I now have to look forward to and I think it's acknowledging that though society has you know, really push that children and a husband and a house and a really high flying job or whatever it is that you look to and aspire towards will bring you happiness that's not necessarily the full truth and it's not the only right. thing that can bring you joy mm-hmm. and so even though it feels like you have lost the joy of that potential future you can find that same joy or dare I even say more joy yeah. in something else mm-hmm. and so you have to be willing to embrace that something else could bring you more joy may it be different yes may it fulfill you in a different way probably mm-hmm. um will that part of you feel whole and filled I can't promise that but hopefully it does um but you will you can still find joy contentment and beauty in your life and it doesn't have to be a loss right um that picture can just look like something else and Mm. I think sometimes we it's almost like you've bought this frame you've put it on your wall and you say when I get this thing I'll fill it with it And it's like, oh, I didn't get this thing. And now this frame is empty. And it's like, but the frame can house any picture. Right? Like you could put anything in there and be just as proud and have it be a hallmark of your
0: life, Mm. right? I love what you were saying just um, towards the end of of your thoughts, that whole creating another picture yeah i think it is being open to the fact that there may be alternatives in our lives that yeah. will provide that same amount of joy yeah. so for example if it is that you wanted kids and you couldn't have kids biologically yeah. foster yes adopt. adopt there's so many kids that's one of my biggest frustrations but we'll have that conversation another day <laughs> how many
1: children how are in many the, children the child in system? the child
0: care system and i know that many of us have this Obsession or our hearts set on having biological kids. But I think there's so much joy and there's so much beauty to be found mm. in supporting the growth and development of somebody that was initially lost or right. abandoned right. um and I think even more so in some cases because you're really transforming somebody's life mm. um and just because they're not you know biologically related to you that person can still be son that's still that right. person can still be daughter right. they can still be child um so that's just even one example mm. I know the relationship mm. one might be a bit difficult perhaps mm. you were waiting until like oh by 30 not even 30 by 25 I wanted to be married yeah. oh, <laughs> there are people that I know that you know they got married when they were 30, yeah, 40, 50, 50. relinquish yourself from the bandage of strict timelines and my age this I my age that. age that I even remembered what I was gonna say go now. on Sorry. go on because no. it's it's
1: quite related to the relationship point which is oftentimes and I, I don't know Steph Cohen like her yeah, content yeah. so I, I wouldn't say this is her specific situation but I find that we get to the point that we give up on the goal yeah because we know we won't have it in the way or at the standard that we want it and my encouragement is sometimes that's actually a worthy trade-off right. than to lower the standard to accept anything this is true. just because you have the goal, right? The goal and the standard should always remain interlinked. And I think oftentimes when we are experiencing delay, mm-hmm. our immediate strategy is compromise. Mm-hmm. And as women we need to stop doing that, Mm. right? If we're gonna build the future that you want, you can't compromise. Sometimes you can negotiate, sometimes you can re-strategize, but to compromise and let the actual standard fall, the standard for your, not just the partner that you want, but even the character you wanna have, the life you wanna be able to supply to your children, these things are actually good, right? These ambitions that you have are actually really good Mm. and you shouldn't drop it just because it's like, oh, but it would be so much easier. It's not about it being easy. It's about it being right. Mm. And you need to wait for the right thing, right? Mm. And it doesn't mean it's going to be the perfect thing, but is this really what you want to sign yourself up for because you're afraid of loneliness? This is it. You know, and it's like, you don't, and I, I think loneliness is one of the greatest things, right? Or a feeling of discontentment or disappointment, but even more so what people will perceive of us and i think that's where a lot of it actually stems from people are then gonna ask me why don't you have kids yet why aren't you married yet why are but well, everyone's doing this why haven't you made the six figures yet why ain't you got a job <laughs> everyone's
0: gonna ask <laughs> questions right <laughs> sorry there's a meme no 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 i'll send it to you after i yes, like i need you to get a job yeah <laughs> <laughs> j J-O-
1: But it's like, people are going to ask you questions, but there's this feeling that people are judging me, right? Right? They're not just asking me, they're actually judging me. They they, They
0: think there's something wrong with you.
1: They think there's something wrong with me. And then it makes you think, is there something Mm -hmm. wrong with me, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. this is why we we can't afford to attach our identity to these milestones and our identity to the Mm. accomplishments of these things. Because If it doesn't happen, it doesn't make you any less worthy. It doesn't make you any less deserving. It doesn't make you any less of a person. You are no less because you haven't achieved X, Y, Z by this age. Do you get what I mean? And I think for a lot of us, that's the insecurity in our mind. Mm. People will look at me. Not only do I think I'm a failure, but it doesn't help that. And in fact, that's amplified now by the fact that I think people will think I'm a failure and i don't want that perception of yeah. me um but you can't you I, I guess with our faith as well there's that constant reminder that you must live for the audience of one exactly and so everyone else's ratings even in the moments of success as well right everyone else's applause doesn't really
0: matter momentary right? and fleeting if very you will. much momentary and fleeting if you will it makes me think of the um the common rebuttal to folks that have decided to be childless Mm. or maybe are like not interested in being in a relationship or having a family is what are you going to do when you get old aren't Mm. you going to be lonely and this is such a tangential point but just thinking about alternative visions and where we place our value and how much you know when we do prioritize these things which you know rightly so having a family is a priority yes but there equally are so many people that have prioritized their family to the point where they still end up lonely they still end up in these you know talk about dire it. situations and wow. i think it really speaks to what we value as a society and yeah. what we value as success yeah and if you don't define success for yourself you will always fail mm. even if you are chasing success from society's perspective society is going to change God. You cannot keep up. But you can't keep up. The goalposts keep on shifting. So even when you think, oh, I'm winning, there will be a point where society will tell you, actually, no, you're losing now. So you need to switch team. You need to do something. You need to change something. So it is always better that you pursue the things that you genuinely want and Mm. the things that are successful to you and also be open to having some flexibility and pursuing success in a different way than society has given 100%. you because i'm telling you baby girl you're gonna get tired
1: oh, so
0: you are cool. gonna get tired and one thing that i actually wanted to address as well yeah. which may be even a bit more sticky than never getting it is how do you deal with attaining your dream and then losing it oh my! i'm thinking. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, oh, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Lord Jesus, we'll somebody someday. somewhere send
1: help. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're we'll going there today. We're we'll going yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. But I think of, for example women who have pursued their goal relationship and then ended up divorced because everything that they had hoped for had not been realized in that relationship i think of women that have pursued the quote-unquote dream job and been left unfulfilled and broken and maybe have been fired maybe left their role just been left in a situation that was worse than before i think of the ladies that may have gone through things like abortions or ladies that may have had a child and then lost the child so dealing with having your dream in such close proximity that holding it with your hands and then losing it my god
1: yeah i mean i definitely i don't think i've experienced enough in life to be able to talk to every like one of those right. um experiences especially like the loss of a child right. or anything like that but i was on um my older sister she did an, a speaking engagement like one of her first ones i was like. I'm come on Um, now yes I got to like be um a participant in that to support her and she was talking about infertility Mm. and the title of it was waiting well yeah and um I think I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast but it took my sister and my her husband 10 years to conceive their first well not conceive to to have their first child um and they had had several miscarriages before um and some of them were like pretty far along And so it was just hearing her talk about what about when you're waiting and you think you're close and then suddenly you lose what you had grasped of. And literally for her, you lose what you were carrying. Um, Mm. And it was like she was talking about how, one, there is a reason for everything. Mm. Right. There is a reason why things have to come to an end and sometimes the unfortunate thing and the pain of it all is we cannot understand and we cannot explain it but just because you can't explain it doesn't mean it has no explanation Mm. and it doesn't mean it has no reasoning behind it sometimes there are things we will not know why it ended why we lost it until 10 50 20 years and sometimes there is never an answer right? And then you have to mourn and you have to grieve. And I think it's important to allow yourself to go through that grief, to allow yourself to actually feel that pain. Um, But she was talking about like waiting well and how what she had to embrace was, I cannot allow this to overshadow or not even overshadow. I cannot allow this to now change my heart's posture towards the child that will come mm. because she's always wanted and she's always known rather her and her husband have always known they would have a child eventually. Sorry, Sharon. I know this is your testimony, but I'm going to tell it. So the sisters <laughs> I can mean, benefit. Sharon, if
0: you want
1: to be on. Oh, she would, what? She would even come at this door real quick. <laughs> to, to <laughs> be fair, she's quite a private Hello? person, but uh, <laughs> when it comes to like sharing stories like this for women, she's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, shazam, um, shazam. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she was she was talking about how we know what we will one day have. And if we allow ourselves to grieve and keep grieving and only grieve, we'll never celebrate when our time comes. Mm. And I think it's so important to remind yourself that this thing has ended, but it's not the only thing you could ever hold on to right it's not the only version of that that relationship isn't the only one Mm -hmm. that you can have and I think a lot of us experience that grief or experience that pain and that sense of dread because we think I had it now it's gone will I ever have anything to hold on to again and so we either spend unproductive time trying to repair something which is irreparable right to say that we can hold something or we find ourselves giving up and just allowing ourselves to have no expectations. And so as challenging as it can be, and like I said, I I can't even imagine how hard it is to lose certain things, like a child or whatever. But when it comes to like, maybe a relationship or a job or whatever it is, um, you will take hold of something again. Right. And it, it will be more beautiful. And it will be, your dreams can still, be captured, like you can still experience the joy of it all, and sometimes you even appreciate it more because right. you have experienced what it is to be to have a loss. Um, I remember when I took my gap year, and I thought, God, I was making six figures a year. I'd, I was calm, and now I you have no it. job. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Fun employed.
1: I'm unemployed, gallivanting. If no, you no you need to get
0: a job. The job. A J-O-B, job. J-O-B, job. <laughs>
1: um, and I was just like, you know what? It feels like, and, and for a while I had to contend with this idea of was that a dumb choice? Mm-hmm. Like to leave mm-hmm. something which is good and was actually my dream, right? Like, oh, and it sounds so snazzy. I made six figures. I've, you know, grown a yeah, business to yeah, six yeah, figures, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But also, what is the reality of that? Because so many of us can romanticize the thing exactly. that we are holding exactly. when actually the thing that we're holding is burning our hands to pieces.
0: Let it go. You have to let it go. <laughs> let it go. Yeah. You know, like how a toddler holds your hand. Yeah. they don't let go.
1: Just,
0: just hold it onto it like just, this. <laughs> it's like, no, no,
1: no. Baby strength. It's like, nah, you can actually let this thing go and you should let this thing go. And so realize that sometimes a loss actually isn't a loss, it's right. a rescue.
0: It's a liberation. You took the words right <laughs> out of my head. I was thinking that. I was thinking that because how often do we think that the thing that we have now is our dream? Yeah. And because we believe it, we refuse to see that this is a nightmare.
1: Mm mm. Come on.
0: It makes me think of so there's a story that I shared in our book about my auntie, yeah. Auntie Anne. That's not her real name for protective purposes well, here's a bit, Can't you know be know out here. are saying you in a, you know in a what global but book. the gl- <laughs> global audience um but yeah the story of auntie Anne and the abusive relationship that she had with her husband and how especially within some communities it is the epitome of failure Mm. to abandon your household even in the presence of abuse or violence and this was a particularly violent relationship that really saw like I noted in the book... You should buy if you have a So that you could actually... Great. The story is great. As in the book itself yeah, is the great. The story fantastic. is there. <laughs> Um But it is a moving one insofar as we see who my auntie is the kind of woman whereby she has the charisma of 10,000 stars. Like when she enters into the room, you know, those people they enter into the room, you hear their voice, you know, it's them. She was one of those people. Mm. And to see her become a shell of a woman Mm. over the course of several months and Mm. several years, because she was hanging on to something that she thought was her dream. And it was literally causing her demise simultaneously. And it wasn't like heaven forbid it had ended up with her, you know, dead. Like, and tr- also trigger one in like we'll put some trigger what is it this yeah. episode because it got deep real quick yeah. but this was a real in real time at the time like i was in secondary school and just seeing her go for it seeing her do the whole excuses with you know wearing the sunshades, um wearing tons of makeup to highlight hide like um marks black eyes, and black yeah. eyes and stuff wearing turtlenecks and summer and frequently like spending time with her daughters because it just wasn't a place to go home to um and just seeing in real time how sometimes the thing that we genuinely think that we want is causing us to die like yeah. it's actually taking us closer and closer to yeah, our own funeral yeah. wow. and then seeing her finally give that up and actually go through the process of mourning like really mourning it because well done to her honestly what and the thing is men it's easy for many of us to say that we would never be in this situation. It's easy for us to say that when it's our time for the relationship or the role or whatever it is that we want, things will be easy, things will flow and I will have the perfect relationship. But the thing is, sometimes that's not the case. And we need to be willing to let go of it when it is not the case, as soon as we see the signs. Because one of my favorite um, analogies that you used is, baby, you can't stay in the ditch. You cannot stay in the ditch because the ditch will become your coffin real soon and there's like i don't know who's listening to this right now whether you are in a toxic situation it may be with your family you know it may be with a a partner it may be with your role you need to start thinking about what your exit strategy would be like and abandon the 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 dream it was once a dream but now it's a nightmare Mm -hmm. it's time to jump ship it's time to let it go and i think that because we have so much pressure on ourselves to fulfill certain things in specific timelines and um, be that person that we wanted to be, we don't realize when that thing is actually causing us to move further and further away from the light that we once saw. Yeah. And in the case of my auntie, Auntie Anne, so like <laughs> if you knew yes. her real name, it would be like Anne. <laughs> You'd <picked> Anne. <laughs> but it was the <laughs> it was the most inconspicuous name. Yeah. Um, but in the case of Auntie Anne, seeing her more not just that relationship Mm. but what it once was Mm. like how it started in the beginning because that was a beautiful relationship in the beginning that turned ugly so it's very much about can you see the signs when your dream is turning ugly can you see the signs when you need to wake up that's good you know what it reminds me of you know like when you're sleeping and you have like sleep paralysis mm. it's almost like staying in a state of sleep paralysis you mm. need to wake yourself up yeah. you know how scary it is you'll be like calling the name of jesus lord wake I me up i remember the and first time, time that thing seeing... happened to me i said never again <laughs> <laughs> i cannot mm, mm, mm. You are seeing shapes And whatnot, And it feels like You're being oppressed In your sleep My dear rice <laughs> Rise and shine But that's what it feels like To me right You fall asleep You dream yeah. You're enjoying Beautiful things yeah. And then all of a sudden You actually cannot move mm. All of a sudden You have this Oppressive presence Holding you down All of a sudden It needs Like it requires you To break out of yeah. it It requires you To call on somebody We recommend calling on Jesus 100% oh, for
1: <laughs> Just call the name Call the name of Jesus <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> and you shall be saved. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> Not S O S. Jesus is what you need to spell. J E S U S. J E S U S. Not S O S. S U S. Ridiculous. <But it> really <laughs> All night, night, night. right I mean, nine, one, one. I mean, you can't because you sleep. <laughs> oh, so sleep so yeah, you're, it's sleep says yes. you're true. here. And then uh, there's
0: a little cheeky demon in the
1: corner. (laughs) No, but for real, the first time I had sleep paralysis, I'm telling you, I saw two, two demonic figures by my bed, like black. And I was like, (laughs) I was, I was living at my mom's house at the time. And I was just like, oh my God, they're going to kill me. Like they actually actually, I was so scared.
0: But you need I to. hope in- you don't
1: experience that on a regular basis, <laughs> sis. If you do, send an email. L- Ellison
0: <laughs> Well better help. Not the, the That's not even better help. That is the- What's <laughs> I'm <laughs> Jesus. Child. But honestly, sis, don't allow your dream to look. You. Before that sleep paralysis Sets in Recognize that you have The agency to say stop that's Because good. that's the most Important that's thing good. right To get out of sleep paralysis You need to remember That you're sleeping mm. A And then B You need to remember That you have the agency To leave Wow Some of us forget That we have the agency To leave wow. And this is not to Again no victim blaming Or anything At like all. that Especially in extreme cases Because again there's so many elements to it right there is the um, psychological and emotional torment so it can be very difficult to really unhook yourself and unchain yourself because you have gone through so much abuse but this is really a lifeline to all the sisters that actually need that help and that reminder look you can get out of it look there is life on the other side of this paralysis you will move again and you do have power you
1: actually do power as much as someone may have tried to beat it out of you talk it out if you shout it out of
0: you steal it from you you have power you have power so we're literally sending so much love to all the sisters that are finding themselves in these kind of situations wrapped up and also sisters if you have actually experienced sleep paralysis please i'd love to hear your experience because i just want to know that like we're not the only ones that are crazy. Oh, I, I, Twitter
1: taught me. the no, sleep paralysis is some people's things. regular no, people weekly, weekly schedule. Weekly. Oh,
0: child. That's I just car, would not no. fall asleep. I don't know if you've ever watched them Nightmare on Elm Street. No. It was basically like... Um, long story short I don't want to spoil it for anyone in case they want to watch it but it, <laughs> if you ever watch it's like 1980s like <laughs> classic horror film basically Freddy Krueger is the monster yeah. I won't spoil his like backstory in case you find yourself listening watch watching you probably won't but Absolutely, for the sisters listening yeah he gets you in your sleep mm. so it was literally all of the folks on that show trying not to fall asleep because wow. once you fall asleep He's he gonna find you and he's gonna kill you in your sleep. So you've got people that are they dead, drinking, there. Um, and the worst thing is, human beings actually need sleep because mm-hmm. we need rest and recovery. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things we actually can't live without. Mm-hmm. So they were finding themselves falling into micro sleep yeah. where they actually couldn't tell the difference between yeah. whether they were sleeping or awake. But they definitely could then. Because as soon as they saw Freddie, they... <laughs> <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> so can you imagine you're blinking, you're awake, and then you blink and you sleep and you see Freddie. And let me tell you, Freddie Krueger's is not a cute guy. at all. He's not. at all. If you've seen Freddie Krueger, you know, That man, SPF is not going to save him from his he's got, he's gonna save him. And he's got these little, like, hooks. He's just not a cute monster. Um, horror films. Anyways, such an aside. To wrap up the sentiments of this episode Mm. and you know thinking about advancing making progress on some of the real tangible goals that we do have yes how would you advise or affirm the sisters that are seeing their other sisters brothers whoever advancing who feel stagnant who Mm. feel like things are not moving in the way that they wanted to and who feel behind like how would you affirm them moving into the next six months of this year
1: well first of all I think, okay, one, confront the heart, right? Right. Celebrate people. Like, really go in and celebrate people and realize that, like, you shouldn't allow jealousy and comparison. This is also something that we wrote in the book like Mm. you shouldn't allow those feelings to rob a good moment of celebration and a good moment for you to show up for the people in your life particularly if they are close um if it's a social media thing drop the congratulations and then baby you need to lock your phone (laughs) um (laughs) yeah no 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 you need to stop scrolling I think that's another yeah. thing if you find yourself constantly you first of all you're already in a mindset of wow I'm not where I want to be and then you compound that with seeing everybody like I've arrived where I want to be imagine? I've arrived where I've announcement I'm here and I'm it's pleased like, to ah, announce
0: but maybe I'm not pleased do
1: you get what I mean and I have nothing to announce and it's like it's just, so stop scrolling no one's actually holding Shout. a gun to your head telling you to unlock your phone like stop it you don't have to show up on social media anymore honestly um or consume it um so that's another way to deal with that so i i think that's one thing, like celebrate people and also take away the things that are amplifying this feeling that you already have um, to stop it taking, growing further roots into your heart. Mm. The next thing is recognizing, it goes back to what we were just saying about power. Recognize that you actually have the power to change, to change things. Mm. Identify what it is. In my case, it was like, okay, I'm feeling these woes around my career. Let's realize that, okay, Courtney, you're a smart girl. You've got... um You've got experience, you know, let's take inventory of what we have and let's strategize. Because I think a lot of what amplifies that feeling of insecurity or fear or um, not even comparison, but the sadness that comparison brings Mm. is a sense of directionlessness, Mm. Do you get what I mean? You mm. actually, you feel like, oh, I'm not where I want to be, but I also don't know where to go right, or how right. to get there. Right. Um, and so you feel stuck. And so let's work on getting you unstuck by actually strategizing. And you can't strategize until you know what you're working with. So take inventory of your life, get reacquainted with your personal dreams, mm. and start strategizing as to how you're going to make things happen. Talk to the right people. Right. Like you were saying, we've had so many conversations over the last few weeks around, okay, cool, what can we actually do now? To move forward, get some really wise counsel around you who can be like, this is what you can do to actually get unstuck. Um, and who can give you insight into the things you're thinking about for your future direction and then start walking. Um, no one can make you do it. Like no one can actually make you do it. And a growth mindset really is, I'm not going to be static. Do you get what I mean? I'm actually going to progress and I'm not going to stop here. And if I do accept stagnancy, it's because I've accepted it. Mm, Do you get what I mean? It's because I made that choice. So realize that you have the power and the agency to make a different choice, which is I'm going to now move. So move. Oh, no one's going to move your feet for you. No one's going to come and be like, hey, let me rescue you. Let me take you from this place and shape your life for you. Mm-mm, honey only you and the holy spirit have the power to do such and so start to move um and then my last thing would be see beauty in your story Mm. like you actually have to to really see beauty in your story because it's easy to then be like okay i'm gonna move because the last you know 5 10 26 years i haven't been doing anything that's not true i don't move with that lie either Mm. um do not be motivated to change your life out of the belief that the life you have lived is not worth redeeming Mm. do you get what i mean
0: oh my god
1: Because a lot of us are like, oh, "Oh, my my life is just pure crap. That's not true. And if you go into the future with that kind of mindset, you will never know how to identify beautiful things. You will never know how to appreciate beautiful things. And that's when you constantly are in that place of fear, Mm. surround loss. Do you know what I mean? What if I lose the things that I have acquired? Because you can't identify the beautiful things that you already have that are actually pinned down in your past and pinned down in your story. And so actually take time to reframe the way you're thinking about yourself and your Mm. the way you're thinking about your life because there's a lot that you actually have to be grateful for and the more you realize there's a lot for you to be grateful for the the more you realize that I'm actually not starting from scratch number one number two actually I'm not not where I want to be I'm right where I need to be to move
0: forward Mm. right and that's enough that's actually enough. CDB first of her name. Thank you, folks. <laughs> if you would like to put some money into the offering basket, we are building, we a, school, building honey. a school. I <laughs> <laughs> was literally gonna say the same thing. <laughs> 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 All of you guys, where can I say? Where can I support? <laughs> We've given you some
1: right word. here. There's link the in the description to link my slash donate. Um, but that's that's the thing, right? Like I'm I'm right where I need to be to move right. forward, and I can move forward from this point. Right. And actually, what's beautiful, and I guess I can conclude like what's been beautiful about this season of my life that I've been going through, which has been very difficult. And similarly, a lot of back and forth with myself, the constant work, the constant pulling yourself up on thoughts, putting yourself up on feelings has been realizing that there is so much beauty in the fire that refines you. Mm, Like as much as it burns, as much as it hurts, you're going to come out all the more beautiful. And without it, you wouldn't be there, right? Right. So this part is necessary. Actually, sometimes this comparison is a great tool in God's hands. right? Not because we should, you know, find ourselves falling in it often, but sometimes it makes us confront we are not who we need to be, not necessarily where we want to be. Mm. It's not about the where you want to mm-hmm. be. It's mm-hmm. about who do you want to be. <sighs> and I've realized in this season, I'm not who I want to Come be, right? And so now it's about becoming, becoming her in, in the sense of, the who Mm. and not just the what and not just the accolades and not just the, oh, she did this, she did that. But actually this is who she is mm. and these seasons actually prove that mm. these seasons prove to you what you are not who you are not and who you are and they make you into who you want to be um and so even embracing things like serving right. and submitting and humility and right. celebrating and being somebody who shows up in a positive way and can be consistent despite their own emotions not right. because they've minimized it but because they've seen the value in that character development Absolutely. right yeah sorry i've talked way too
0: oh, much oh no you know what you got J-O-B j-o-b a job, <laughs> a job. <laughs> that is you hilarious you are in the right line of work thank you ladies and gentlemen <laughs> oh can we just get a round of applause real quick <laughs> no i absolutely love everything that you have said man could completely agree mm. i love the emphasis on your your season's really proven who you are yeah. because they do yeah the proof is in the pudding the proof is the proof the is in the cake um i think a couple things i'll add to that the yeah. first is you need somebody Mm. like you actually need somebody, especially in this journey, because sometimes the truth about what you tell yourself is not true. Mm. And it's only through the the lens of somebody else that you can understand that the truth is a lie. Big point. There have been some times where I will, for example, I will grab Courtney and be like, yo girl, this is what I'm telling myself. Can you, be account of yeah. accountable that is this true right and sometimes when you are so in yourself and this is not to say don't trust yourself but when you are in a period of difficulty or you are being challenged or it really feels like you can't trust what you're telling 100%. yourself it is necessary to have people that trust you and care for you that the- emphasis on the care because yeah. there are some people that deliver critique to you and have not a care in the world 100%. and there are people that actually know so for example courtney knows exactly what i want to do she yeah. knows my vision she yeah. knows where i'm trying to be in the next 10 20 years <laughs> if i'm hanging around for that long you know you will she knows it god willing you will god willing. god <laughs> and it will be great hallelujah hallelujah <laughs> i stand on that word. Um, she knows exactly where i want to mm-hmm. go So it is easy for me to go to Courtney and say, Courtney, this is what I'm saying about myself now. Is this reflective of the who I need to be in order to achieve this vision that I've set out to you? If the answer is no, Courtney will be able to tell me. Mm it's even as small as like yo am i wilding right now is my response to xyz appropriate because we can you know celebrate we can share but sometimes the tinge of jealousy can actually seep in sometimes Mm. the tinge of um resentment can even seep into the way that we interact with people Mm. and sometimes it takes somebody that's close enough to you to tell you babes This thing you're doing here is not good. I love you. So I'm telling you that this thing you're doing here is not good. So grab people around you that are willing to hold you accountable, that are willing to challenge you, but also willing to challenge the voices, the negative voices and the negative affirmations you have been unconsciously telling yourselves are true. Because words, boy, if there's one thing that I've really learned, words have power. power. As much as we say, oh, affirmations, <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. words can create worlds and if you are constantly using negative words to create your world of course the vision that you have for yourself will never come true because you have literally been speaking life into something that's actually negative Mm. you've been speaking life into something that is dead Mm. you need to start speaking life onto life do you know what I'm saying so definitely finding people that care about you enough to say look sis these things that you are saying about yourself is bad these things that you are doing is bad and it's a lie and it's a lie from the pits
1: of of hell. hell literally send it Stop listening to that devil on your shoulder. Mm
0: He has no good plan That has crept into your heart So definitely I would say Find somebody Or find a few people Because it may not be one person It may be a couple of people That you need to go to Sometimes it may be One person has told you this But it's not enough You might need another person Which is why community is important Which is why you're listening To this podcast We're here to tell you That the (laughs) truth that you have been Telling to yourself Is a lie The devil's a liar And Lord we just break free Every single bondage, Every single negative affirmation That anybody that is listening To this right now Has been telling themselves In their Uh, heart it is 100%. not true. You are more. Mm. You are more than a conqueror. Amen. You are more than capable. Come And on. you will conquer.
1: And you are backed. You're not actually doing this alone. Um, and I love that point because... Oftentimes when we are desperate, it is easiest for us to be deceived. And so if you are not careful, because I know what you were saying, it's not about like not trusting your voice. Actually, no, do not trust yourself. (laughs) I'm going to be so honest in a world that tells you, no, judge yourself, trust your feelings. Your feelings are so fleeting and so fickle because you are a human being. So sometimes you have to anticipate that because I am sensitive, because I am to some degree desperate for success. I think... A sense of failure brings a sense of desperation absolutely. inside of us. And it can, in that moment, be so tempting to do something which is completely out of character. absolutely, Which is completely detrimental to your future. But more importantly, it is the perfect opportunity to be deceived, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. deceived by a lie, to be deceived by a comment, to be deceived by um, a, a, an offhand thing that someone said like, oh, you should do this. Like, why do you think I'm not doing enough? Yeah, no one said that. Nobody said that. (laughs) No one said said that. It's it's a perfect opportunity to be defensive, and so because of that, do not trust your judgment fully. Right? Right. really Really. surround yourself with people who can be a good counsel to you and kind of temper what's going on in your heart. The good counsel. Oftentimes, when it comes to comparison, you can't self-regulate. You actually need to talk to people you need external regulation heavy on the external regulation and let that influence your self-regulation
0: yeah baby you can't do this alone basically 100 you can't do this alone if you are feeling stagnant it may be time for you to work with somebody good you need to work with somebody not even just in terms of them helping you to like you know tell yourself the truth but it may be that the reason that you are stagnant is you are not working with somebody else right when i think of something like to my sisters or so many different things that i do with other people there is no way that that same progression would have been felt or happened if i didn't grab onto somebody Mm. else you need to find other people Mm. even if it comes to for example those of you that are looking for oh you know i want to be in a relationship you got to go outside He is not going to just drop her. He ain't going to pull up in a drop top looking for you. I'm so then sorry. It would be nice, it would be nice if you <laughs> did. But this is not the 1980s. Unfortunately, you have to go outside. yeah And I've seen so many hilarious TikToks of girls that are just like, man, I've been inside all day. Nobody has pulled up to the side to offer to take No me one has out. climbed up that pipe Nobody. up to my
1: window talking about Rapunzel let down
0: your hair. People be like, well, oh, I want him to? outside, you know, with a speaker. Boombox. Kind of you live <laughs> on the 25th floor. He should have enough volume. <laughs> <laughs> <How about that? laughs> well first of all, you how do you know that well he'll be wearing a t shirt that has your name obviously? There you go. So. it's simple You've got to grab onto somebody else's. You got to grab onto somebody else. It's necessary. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the dream can be made bigger, more impactful and more fulfilling when you actually have people to celebrate with. There's so many milestones that feel empty and hollow when we actually achieve them. And it's because we haven't surrounded ourselves with people. What's the point in having these milestones if you have no one to celebrate with? It makes me think of all the people that are overworking in order to fulfill for their family and then get to the end of their life and realize I haven't actually gotten to know any of my family members. They don't like me. it's all about prioritizing relationship building and ensuring that you have the right people around you so that you can progress to the extent that you you really want to then the last thing that I will say is don't allow what success looked like in a past season to dictate what success will look like in the future. Mm. I think sometimes we rest so heavily on our laurels, so heavily on the things that we have seen, you know, God do for us before yeah. that we think that he going to show up again in the exact same way. And guess what? No, he mm-hmm. won't. In the se- You know what it makes me think of? Like when you have a kid. When you have your first kid, your first kid will come out looking a particular way. But when you have your second child, whilst the second child might look similar to the first child, it's very unlikely that your second child will look exactly like your first child, unless they are twins and they came out at the same time. Even then, it's actually not guaranteed for for the um, child to come out the exact same way. And we often think of our achievements as pregnancy, as as us birthing something. So even in the birthing process, in the preparation process, whatever whatever stage you are at in, you know, that pregnancy of your dream, Mm. understand that the manifestation of your dreams may sometimes look different. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that they are less capable. Think about some of the most excellent children in the world. You know what I'm saying? You know, think about my family. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be gassed when they hear that, boy. Um, no, my parents will be gassed when they yeah, hear that because definitely. they definitely take entirely too much credit. <laughs> entirely too much. I mean, they're your parents. I mean, but it's <laughs> like, oh, my child this is like, you were not studying that long to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, But they guided you. They were trusted sometimes. with your, your custody.
1: You know them reason.
0: like parents that are just super proud to the point where you're just like, eh. Oh well should take pride. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. This one that my mom has like several t-shirts of all the places that bruh, her kids went to. It's entirely
1: She should reap the fruits. But
0: it's that thinking, right? When you are giving birth to multiple dreams, because mm. there's so many things that people want, right? It's not just the one dream. There's yeah. multiple elements of that dream embracing the fact that your dream will manifest differently each time but each one will be incomparable in its beauty Mm, and fulfillment amazing and that is perfectly fine wow so sis even we are wishing you a dream life we really are We are wishing you a dream life, but we are also wishing you an acceleration in this season. I know some of you have been in stagnancy. Some Mm -hmm. of you have been feeling like, damn, when is my favor going to come upon me? I hope that this is the season that favor comes upon you. And you'll be so
1: shocked at how much good character accelerates success. Right. Just get, get working on that heart. Get connected with some community.
0: Heart posture. And
1: watch your life transform
0: absolutely and come outside to join the community at two my sisters that's a great segue into the fact that this was now the end of the podcast (laughs) sisters you are listening to this on a sunday monday tuesday whenever you are listening to it we are sending you so much love and we are just hoping praying you guys stay in our heart and we say this literally like we're not the kind of podcast people that's like hey girlies you know hope you're doing well that kind of stuff we genuinely pray for you we 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 we, you guys are some people that we have on our hearts constantly we are constantly meditating and thinking about you so even where it feels like there's somebody that you don't have enough people around you to think about you know that we are thinking about you that we care about you that we love you and that this sisterhood has got you so sisters if you're listening to this and you're not plugged into the community ah mess up oh, big mess mm. up you know what you need a J-O-B job <laughs> <laughs> and that job that is hilarious. no I'm gonna actually post that on the TMS page because everybody's looking <laughs> we'll probably be listening to this like that reference you need to get a J-O-B job and your job is to tune into the Two My Sisters community and you can That's... do this by following us on all social platforms come on. Instagram Twitter TikTok LinkedIn all we the there places, yeah. all the places at to my sisterhood everywhere yeah. and the lovely lady to the left of me who is so full of wisdom oh, so full of I grace and so full of beauty you know the beauty <laughs> we talk about oh my god isn't she just ravishing and excellent, <laughs> miss at CD Boateng. and of course come and say hi to me over at Renee Kapuki we
1: love to see it make sure that you sign up to our mailing list you can sign up at tomysisters.com. my sisters.com. we will send you weekly glow and grow tips straight to your inbox and sisters honestly have an amazing week truly we wish you all the best we pray for all the best for you and
0: as always keep glowing and growing